Woo! Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Sunday. Welcome to season three. Can you believe it? Season three of Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit. Mind, Body, and Spirit. I am your host, yours truly, Dr. Carol Penn, doubly board certified in family medicine, obesity medicine, and I am your master movement meditation and mindset coach, two-time best-selling author, blogger, podcaster, medical correspondent for WURD Radio in Philadelphia, and I am a wife, a mom, a daughter, a sister, and all the many, many roles that so many of us play together, and I am most excited and appreciative of being your host for Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit. We have an exciting show to kick off our season three today, something that's very, very important. But first, why is this show called Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit? It's called Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit because it does relate to the practice of obesity medicine. And what is obesity medicine? That's where we look at obesity medicine as a complex, complex, relapsing and remitting disease process that affects so many of our organ systems, including our emotional organ system and our nervous system, our skin, cardiovascular, our joints, you name it, it is in there. And sometimes we know that if you impact one system, it has a domino effect and affects many, many other systems. So we see people lose weight and lose weight properly and the blood pressure lowers. We've seen diabetes go into remission. We have seen pain instead of being on a scale of seven to 10, go back to, you know, one to three. So we want you to understand those processes as well. And I bring on my superstar friends to help us understand that. And then there's also the other side of it, right? What does it mean to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit? What does it mean to feel good? What does it mean to feel like the weight of the world has been lifted off of your shoulders? And so today's superstar panel is going to be addressing just that, our financial health and wellness and mind, body, and spirit. So, you know, this is holiday time and we can tend to go a little bit crazy during holiday time. And this is a unique holiday time because we are in the midst of a raging global pandemic. And we're seeing spending patterns change and shift. And these financial experts are here to help you kind of put it in perspective and optimize your financial health and well-being. And of course, if you do that, some of that stress that leads to oxidative stress, which we know causes like 90% of the diseases that we have names for, can also be eliminated. So it is all tied together. I see we've got some wonderful audience members that I'm going to welcome, and then I'm going to start to bring our panel on because I know you can't wait to meet them. So let's see who's joined us this morning and who's sharing. Good morning and welcome back to the show, Sharon. We're so happy to see you. Good morning and welcome to the show, Martha. Yes, hashtag meditation. Nation is back in the house. Good morning and happy holidays. Woohoo, Patricia. That's a beautiful tree that you have there. Good morning. Good morning, Victoria. Yay. Welcome back. <laughs> Victoria saying no more withdrawal symptoms for her. Oh my goodness. Patricia saying it's like having good juice. Yeah, I can see, you know, backstage, I can see the smiles and the sparkles in people's eyes. Good morning and welcome, Sherry. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, my beloved. Welcome back. We are excited to be here. So who are we welcoming onto our show this morning? Be sure to go ahead and put your information in the chat because you know we're going to be interactive this morning. 
So yes, we are celebrating for sure. Hugamugga joy, hugamugga joy. Good morning, Ernestina. Welcome. I miss you as well. We've got some fantastic people just online with us this morning. So the my first guest that I'm going to welcome on, and she's going to share a, a, a hello. Oh, yes. Good morning, Tanya. Is a wonderful friend and colleague of mine. We have been, uh, we have attended a business academy together for medical professionals. Hashtag great big shout out to our business coach, Dr. Dreon Birch. We're so grateful to him and the Medical Moguls Academy. And I'm talking about board certified pediatrician, Dr. Randy Nelson. Now, you might be saying, what is a pediatrician doing coming on a show about financial health and wellness? Well, I'm going to let her drop some of her pearls of wisdom and tell you a little bit of her story as to why and how she's here. But trust and believe when you hear this and when you find out about this, you're going to know exactly why she's here because she didn't start out her career as a pediatrician. So let me welcome my beautiful friends and colleague, the exciting, the dynamic, the one of a kind, Dr. Randy Nelson. Hey, Dr. Randy. Oh, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, everyone. I'm so happy to see all these um, guests. This is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So everyone, I am Dr. Randy B, MD, a board certified pediatrician and financial wellness expert and former 14-year investment banking executive where I provide your Rx to wealth and financial well-being through my coaching programs, my speaking engagements, and my number one best-selling book, Ladynomics, A Woman's Prescription for Wealth and Financial Well-Being. And happy, happy Sunday. So yes, hi, Dr. Carol. Thank you for having me again. This is fabulous. I love, I love your platform, and I'm so happy to be here. So just to give you a little um, information, uh, I know pediatrician, financial wellness expert, but as I said in my opening... <laughs> I worked in investment banking for 14 years as an accountant. I ended my career as a vice president uh, for Citigroup. So, um, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor, but didn't think I could do it. Didn't have doctors in my immediate circle. You know how that goes, right? So when I went to college, I decided to go into business and graduated, took the CPA exam, passed it. Um, got an MBA in business. I did everything you can do. Um, and I loved it. I love numbers crunching. I love analyzing the investment banking, financial services um, industry is very exciting, especially when you're starting out, especially when you're starting out in New York City. That's kind of what runs the city. That's the industry that runs the city. But then a couple of years into my career, um, I lost my father in 2000. And I witnessed September 11th. Um, and, um, you know, you go through those two significant events. I started to really think about what I wanted to do in the future. <laughs> so I decided to revisit my career to be a doctor. So I did everything you had to do. Graduated from med school, finished residency. I've been an attending now, um, a full-fledged pediatrician for Oh, eight years now. Um, but two years ago, I decided that, you know, what, I'm going to revisit the whole financial um, segment again, but just do it a little differently. I chose pediatrics because I love the preventive medicine aspect of um, being a pediatrician, trying to get kids on the right track early. My, my passion now is to get individuals on the right track financially and kind of merge my two backgrounds together because we know financial stress, especially a lot of us have been experiencing this this past year with the pandemic. A lot of folks are out of work, furloughed, um, really struggling. And, um, and you know, my, 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 like I said, my passion is to help individuals get on the right track by learning 
um, about finding, you know, obtaining financial literacy. You know, finances can be so intimidating. Um, so people just shy away from it. You know, they just get their money, they pay their bills, they get into debt. Um, so my job and, and, and everything that I teach, trust me, I've lived it. <laughs> I'm a medical student. I have loans. I lived it. But prior to that, I was doing very well. Homeowner at 24, 29, stock options, debt free, no student loans. So I know how to live that life and I know how to present that. And Tika, thank you. Well, let's bring our two other superstar guests on. And I want to welcome this morning, Dr. Dietrich Gorman has joined us, our America's Relaxation Doctor. So we're so excited that she is here with us. Good morning, Dr. Dietrich. She's my accountability partner um, in the Medical Moguls Academy. And we also went to medical school together. So we go way back, way back. So next, we're going to bring in Miss Denai Hanna. Denai Hanna creates culturally relevant personal finance content framed through the financial experiences and wealth building visions of Black women. She partners with individuals, groups, and institutions to design financial curriculum and develop long-term wealth building strategies. So we are so excited. And also, you know, we met and she just... Touch my heart, though, because like me, she is also a dancer and a performing artist. So there was that blend there and that synergy. And I can tell you that this young woman, she's just a bundle of joy. And she's so exciting to talk to. And she's, you know, got a lot of information. There's going to be some websites that we're going to be sharing, some resources, and also taking us through this special, this COVID-19 time. So let's welcome her. Hey, there she is. Well, welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hello to all of the people watching. Um, my name is Danae. I'm here from Brooklyn, New York. And as Dr. Penn said, I am also a dancer. I've been dancing professionally for 10 years. Um, and five years ago, I got into the financial services industry after doing a project of paying off all of my student loan and credit card debt while on tour. So I started off by teaching other dancers budgeting and financial wellness. And that led to me getting the Milton Stern Scholar Award from the CFP board to pursue my certified financial planner education. Um, and then I went on to work on my accredited financial counselor education, which is I'm, which I'm doing right now, both of them <laughs> right now as a financial coach for Trust Plus. So um, as many dancers know, everything is shut down. Um, there is no theater, we're not performing. I was lucky enough to be able to transition as a performer into a different industry um, right when the pandemic started. And so I've been working full-time in financial services this year and I have been debt-free for five years. So yeah, I'm excited to share my journey and talk to all of you all and just talk about how our listeners can, you know, be better with their finances. Yeah, absolutely. That is so exciting. Not only, you know, so here it is, you know, medical professional world, the performing arts and yeah, the perform, it breaks my heart because one of my favorite things to do is to not only perform because I'm still performing, directing a woman's dance company, but also is to see live theater. And that's a yeah. real for me. That's a real medicine for me. And to have not had that for this past year, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling it. But more importantly, let's take this as a golden nugget, as an opportunity to take the time to address what's going on with us financially and learn it. You know, we're going to be in, we're not going to be out and about. So there's a couple of things that we can fill that void with that's going to take us into the future. We're already getting questions and comments and haven't even brought the third guest on, which I'm going to do right now. So we're going to, we're so excited to meet Miss Rebecca Schoenwolf, who's, 
mom and I danced together in the very first dance company that I was in as a very young dancer. So that's super exciting, her mom, Libby. So Rebecca is a licensed holistic mental health therapist and energy healer practicing in Connecticut and New York State. She has been in the psychology field since 1990 and has been studying energy healing quantum physics, neurobiology, and cardiobiology since 2002. By combining these fields of study with training and certifications in multiple therapeutic disciplines, such as CBT, DBT, and EMDR, Rebecca brings a unique perspective to her work in assisting her clients through her own healing process. In her spare time, she enjoys the arts, singing, reading, hiking, meditation, photography, and other hobbies. So we are going to welcome and bring on Rebecca. Hi, everyone. Oh, thank you, Dr. Carol, for having me on the show. It's been wonderful to get to know um, Dr. Randy and Danae. And um, this is really exciting for me. So yeah, I am a holistic mental health counselor, uh, therapist. I mostly work with trauma clients, but I will work with anybody. And um, what I'm bringing to the table is mindset, how to set your mind on a course that creates abundance. And um, even if you're feeling that sense of lack, how to reframe it. So I do a lot about the mindset. Um, as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So how you place your energy is important. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I've been in my own private practice since 2013, have started it one, two, three times over now. So now I'm, because I've had to move. Um, so now I'm working on, I found the place I'm landed with my private practice, the place, the area, everything. So now it's about, let's get serious about finances, start doing for, start thinking about retirement, start thinking about buying a house. Dr. Randy and I have talked and worked a little bit together. I got her Ladynomics book and it helped. So I'm, I'm plugging you, Dr. Randy. <laughs> um, so it's been quite a journey to come to a place where I can say I am abundant. So that's what I'm bringing to the table. Wonderful. And welcome. So I would like all of our viewers, be sure you stay on to the end of the show, because in that last 15 minutes or so, we, Rebecca has really brought a, 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 a I would say a, a, a meditation practice to us that's really going to set us open our minds to having the experience of setting the stage for wellness and abundance. So we're really, really excited about that. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned so you can really just start to embody all the wonderful things that we're talking about in terms of financial health. And as always, remember, this show is about education and information. We're not diagnosing. We're not treating we are recommending some education, making some recommendations, and we encourage you to go to the professionals that you work with, whether it's your medical team, and we're going to learn about putting together a financial wellness team today as well. So let's just see, uh, let's just check back in with our viewers and see what's going on. So we have Sharon who's saying she's a fellow ex-city banker. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, DM comment. I appreciate the free virtual performances, there's, but there's nothing like the real thing. And we do have our first question, but then I also want to get into some of the things we have planned for this panel. All right, so Patricia's saying, you know, right, right off the bat, if you're on a limited budget, do you have any suggestions on how to build up savings? And I bet both Danae and Dr. Randy certainly do. And maybe we can then go into the case study with Rebecca. How's that sound? Sounds right. great. So, um, Dr. Randy. How do we answer a question like Patricia's? I bet she's not the only one out there asking that. No, no, that is such a that's that's such a common question. Yeah, you have your income. This is what you bring in. 
I mean, if you live in a place like New York City where <laughs> everything's like a lot, um, a lot of your money's going towards expenses. So I would say the first thing is you say you're on a limited budget, but make sure you have a budget. Make sure that you have um, a listen, and, and you know we'll get more into that later. But make sure you know where your money is going. A lot of times, you know, we bring it. You know, we have our income, and it, we just pay our bills, but we really don't see where that money is going. So the first thing I suggest is make a budget so you get your income. You, you um, subtract out your expenses and see where you stand right now. Because you might be surprised there might be money um, set aside that you can start putting a little bit um, for, for savings. And, you know, you can start savings. You don't have to have a lot of money to start saving. Start putting aside $10 a week. That's a nice way. I mean, if that's all you can do right now, do that. Because there's something called compounded interest that'll earn money on that money, and you'll see that money grow. As you get, you know, if you get raises at work, try to live off of your old, you know, your prior salary and put that extra money into a savings account. The other thing is, you know, we talk about reducing expenses. That's one way to do it. The other thing is try and find ways to bring in more money. That might be taking up a second job. That might be doing um, overtime shifts. Take that extra money and apply it towards savings. If you have like a little business, start, um, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You could just start, like I have a friend who started selling um, hair berets on Etsy. That's another way. So you either reduce your expenses as much as you can. If you can't do that, like if you're already stretched, the other option is to um, bring in extra um, income to start that emergency fund. And you can start with just $10 a week as long as you start and you and allow that money to grow. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, um, everything that Dr. Randy said, absolutely. I would say building up a savings on a limited budget. One thing that I see a lot with clients that helps is to just automate it where you can. If you are getting paid from a source that gives you a direct deposit, often they have an option to put more than one bank account in the deposit slip. So you can actually say, hey, even as Dr. Randy said, even if you only do $10 per paycheck, it automatically goes into the savings account and kind of like an out of sight, out of mind, I think it's helpful because I think if you have to manually move the money over, you're like, oh, but I can, I can use this for something. So having a place for the money to go, if you can automate the money going there, that's great. And then a lot of banks are now offering sort of like round up features. So if you make a purchase for a dollar fifty cents, it'll take, it'll round it up to the nearest dollar and put 50 cents in your savings account. So see what products that, um, your financial bank or services have to see if they can help you really automate it if you can. And also on the reduced expenses side, as we come up to the end of the year for my folks with student loans, um, be sure to check in with your student loan providers. Um, if you're on federal student loans or on administrative forbearance right now, but those things are going to be rolling off in the new year. So this is the time to, if you can actually save money by reducing the cost of your bill for the new year, that's another way that would really help. Excellent, excellent. So let's it just let's bring Rebecca on. And so Rebecca, you actually met Dr. Randy at the mm -hmm. Satori Retreat, where she was one of our guest presenters. So Satori Retreat is something that my company, Penn Global Visions, hosts, and it is a VIP retreat weekend. And again, I think this financial health and wellness is so fundamental to our overall health and wellness. It's one of what I call the 12 areas of life that we need to balance out and optimize. And Rebecca came with some very specific concerns. And Rebecca, why don't you share some of those and let's hear how the experts were, are working with you and with the recommendations and suggestions that both Dr. Randy and Danae would have. Thank you. Yeah, um, and actually you just brought up a really good point, which I was gonna say, which is, I know that there's a lot of guilt, shame, fear about asking for help. 
um, with finances. There's a lot of that. And, you know, there's, there's all you're bringing in a conditioning from your parents about what money represents. How do we use money? How do we think about money? So as far as the mindset goes, you know, I came into, well, when I met Dr. Randy, I was coming off of my third and last move, which of course I incurred debt. I incurred credit card debt on top of credit card debt from the last move. (laughs) So what I had to do was kind of go, okay, I have this fear about seeming incompetent, which I know up here I'm not, but there was this heart part that was saying, don't ask. And I said, no, you know what? I got to have the courage. I'm going to ask. So I asked and I I was very specific. This is what I want to do. Decrease my debt. I want to raise money for a home. I want to start saving for retirement. Dr. Randy was like, "Woo! you're just the person I want to talk to. The enthusiasm, the acceptance helped get over that fear and that guilt and whatever else was in there, those conditionings. And from her conversation, I was able to call up my financial person from uh, where my investments are and talk to him. And he was like, oh, perfect. This is exactly what I want to do with you. And I was like, okay, the enthusiasm is here. So I called up the mortgage person. And he was like, oh, I know exactly what you need to do. So my point is that with even though I had the fear, with the mindset of gratitude and the mindset of I've got to keep my options open and just keep asking for information, asking for information, working it, I'm now on a good plan so that I probably, everything goes right, I'm probably going to be able to buy a home in March or April. I have decreased my debt. I've gotten rid of two credit cards already. And that's just since September is when we met. Okay, so since September, all of this has happened in that short period of time. The attitude has been more than helpful in being able to ask for the help. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my best friend, Dr. Sherry Marshall, who's on here because she helped me too in developing the mantra that's helping me keep on track with this. And she's my accountability person. Like I, you know, we talk at least once a week and she's been, she's become my accountability person. So shout out to her. Excellent. So Dr. Randy, what were some of the things that you specifically worked with Rebecca around and what what advice did you give her? So everybody out there, if you've got a goal, you want to reduce debt, you want to buy a home, you know, how do we do this? So first of all, I want to give, I mean, I'm so happy that, I mean, because, I mean, when we met in September, she expressed all these things that she wanted to do. One of the things she did was to increase her financial literacy. That is, I cannot under, I cannot express how important that is. Because a lot of, you know, you build up your confidence when you obtain more knowledge, whether you read a book, whether you meet with someone, whether you watch a TV, you know, a, a special, and this is in any aspect of life, not just finances, relationships, whether you want to learn a new hobby, you gain your confidence when you learn more. So one of the first things that Rebecca did, and one of the first things that I stress, and one of the reasons why I wrote my first book, is to help people learn financial, like to learn the buzzwords <laughs> and, uh, and understand those things. Because, um, you know, the last thing you want to do is to sit in front of a financial planner or an advisor and just have them talk to you as opposed to um, you both collaborating on your um your situation, you know, I'm an accountant. I've been an accountant uh, for well over 20 something years. I put it on the back burner, but you know, once I started my business, um, I said, you know, I'm not doing my own taxes. I'm not doing my own financial planning. I'm going to hire an accountant. And that's what I did. But one of the beauties of um, doing that was we, I could speak the same language as and only because of my background. Of course, I don't expect everybody to know, what I know, because, you know, that was my job. But if you just know the basics, if you understand just common terms, that can take you so far. So, Rebecca, so Rebecca, I'm so happy that um, you did that. And look, you called those people and you were ready to have those conversations because you took the first step 
to understand, you know, recognizing the problem first and then learning the foundation and then to reaching out to the other experts to get you on your path and, and, and you're on there. And I want to say congratulations. So you did it during this time, you know, during this pandemic. So that just talks about having the right mindset, even in the midst of what we think is like famine. Absolutely. So Danae, what, what are some of the things or suggestions that you might make to someone who's looking home ownership, really working towards saving toward a home as well as retirement simultaneously. So you're, you, you know, we're talking to people at a different stage in life, maybe an older stage in life. So this is maybe our, our fifties and our sixty somethings, as opposed to what the 20 and 30 somethings might be concerned about. Right. Um, everything that Dr. Randy said in terms of one, I think what was really great about what Rebecca did, she had a vision often with financial wellness, like having that vision is the first step to making the step and then also finding a community that will support you. And it sounds like you did exactly that. You found a community of folks that will support you because it is hard. It is a time where people feel increasingly isolated. So if you can find a community during this time to help you with your financial goals, that's a huge thing. In terms of the savings and for retirement, what I see a lot with clients who might have kids or grandkids is that they're putting out a lot of money on their kids and grandkids and they're co-signing on loans, they're co-signing on cars, they're co-signing on a lot of things. And I'm really trying to discourage clients from doing that, or if they have co-signed, helping the child or grandchild refinance in their name. So um, I think an another part of it is if you are, if you can be in a position to save money by not co-signing and maybe setting some, having some conversations with your family around boundaries and who's paying for what. It's a weird time because I actually see a lot of clients moving in with their families. I see young people moving in with their parents, bringing their kids. So you have three generations in a home right now. So all of that said that it is a tricky time to navigate that. But I do think having understanding what have you co-signed? What is your name on? Um, do your children or grandchildren understand your retirement plans, your end of life plans, things like that, having those conversations is a big part of it. Wow, there is so much going on here in these conversations, but you can hear it. You know, we're talking about, you know, history, you know, the messages you got in your, in your own upbringing around finances. We're talking about you in the present day. We're talking about relationships. This is why people back away from the financial piece and kind of throw up their hands and oftentimes let the chips fall where they made. It's really, really, really complex. So you've been using some terms. First of all, there are a lot of people. What is the difference between a CPA or a certified public accountant and a CFP, a certified financial planner. A lot of people, you know, they don't know who to go to and what roles they play. So can we just clear up that one first? You want to take the CPA, Dr. Yes. And I'll take the... Great. So a, C, a, a CPA, Certified Public Accountant, is someone who has been kind of like certified, like board certified, like in position, like I'm a board certified pediatrician. So I took various exams to kind of prove or to prove that I have a certain level of competency in my field. So I'm a board certified pediatrician. That means I've, I've obtained by taking exams, by taking CMEs or you know education credits that says, okay, well, she has this minimum level of competency to be a, you know, to, it's, it's, you know, a level of like, it's like a stamp of approval, I guess. Um, same thing in the accountancy world. Um, when I took, I passed four parts of the CPA, um, but I didn't, I'm not a CPA because I had to do like work requirements and I was in a different, I was in private as a pub, as opposed to public. So that's why I'm not a CPA, but uh, I did pass, and, and, it's a, and it's a strenuous, it's a, an exam that shows that you know, um, the, you are certified or you have a certain level of competency 
in accounting topics, in taxes. That's why, you know, it's always highly recommended that when you do your um, taxes, that you do go to a CPA because, uh, you know, a current CPA who is abreast of all the new tax changes and knows how to um, do your taxes and your tax planning um, at the highest level possible. So it's, it's just um, certain level of accreditation, certain level of competency. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what would a person come to an accountant for? What kind of services would, if I wanted an accountant, what, why am I coming to an accountant? So you would come to an accountant again. I mean, the most obvious is like your taxes. That's when usually, yeah. usually ta um, accountants are very busy around tax time. That's going to start between um, like now and yeah. into, it could be all year long, but you know, the crunch time is usually the spring. Um, tax planning, that's what they're good for. So if you have like a business and you wanna, or not even just a business, say you wanna learn ways to reduce your taxes, you can talk to an accountant. That's probably like the best person. Um, you can talk to like a financial planner or so, but the, the tax, the accountant is supposed to know the ins and outs of everything. Like my, like when we had all the big changes two years ago um, with the new tax laws, my accountant sent out all these bulletins about, look, this is what to expect. This is what to do. Uh, even when the CARES Act came out earlier this year, uh, he said, well, this is what you can expect. This is what, you know, they're, they're usually on top of that. So you normally go for your taxes. You normally go for tax planning. Um, if you have a business, uh, you can hire an accountant to to and uh, work on your books. That's what I did. I was a, I, you know, I wasn't a tax accountant. I worked for Citigroup. I worked for Morgan Stanley, and I worked for Citigroup. So I was responsible for, um, you know, the various responsibilities in terms of their their record keeping and their bookkeeping. Um, so that's, you know, that's another reason why if you have like a business, you, you want to hire accountants so that they're in charge of like handling your, um, your, your financial, you know, the financial aspects of your business. All right. So thank and you. Add What's a certified financial planner, Denai? And why would I go to a certified financial planner? A certified financial certified financial planner is someone who has received a certification that represents that they have a minimum of six thousand hours of experience, which is typically three years full time in the industry, and and they have passed the education portion, which is like a six part course that covers everything from investments to retire retirement, cash flow planning, things like that. So they've gone through a full education. They have the work experience as well. Um, and they often can really help you figure out the investment portion of your life or business. So that's when you might see a certified financial planner. Um, I also want to add in accredited financial counselor, which is what I am working on right now, because maybe you're in a position where you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to take to a CFP to say, hey, I'm ready to invest this amount. Um, maybe you're working on your budget, you're working on um, getting out of debt, and you might want to work with a coach or counselor. Accredited financial counselors have a thousand hours of experience and an educational component. Um, and both the CFP and AFC have an ethics requirement. So I think that's the biggest thing about certified professionals is that they are required to work ethically. Um, they might have a fiduciary responsibility, which means they're working in your best interest. And you can always ask any financial services professional that you work with, how do you get paid? That's one of a good way to find out, like, are they getting paid because they're selling you a product and they're making a commission? Are they getting paid because you just, they're fee only, which means you're paying a fee for that financial plan. Um, so I would say, keep that question in your list. If you're interviewing people for your financial wellness is ask them how they are compensated um, for with working with you. All right. Now, thank you. Now, two more. What does a bookkeeper do? And then what does a financial coach do? So bookkeeper, I'll talk about bookkeeping. Um, a bookkeeper is like almost like the technical person of um, um, 
they're like technical. They'll literally like record your expenses, record your revenues. Um, they may pay out your expenses. They record all that. Um, so they do like the technical aspects. Does that make sense? Like they do the technical, um, it's like, I always bring it back to medicine. <laughs> it's like you have um, a radiologist and you may have like a radiology tech. The tech is the one that actually does the imaging, um, the actual, you know, actual ultrasound. The radiologists would like read um, the imaging and make recommendations. Um, that's kind of like, so like, you know, the technician, like a bookkeeper is like almost like the technician to the accountant who um, kind of does all the analysis and um, the planning in the accountant aspect. Beautiful, beautiful. Danae? Um, on the financial coach side, a financial coach might be working with you on a number of things. It might be behavior. So you might be trying to change a financial habit or mindset. Um, and that financial coach would be talking to you about what that challenges and they might have a mixture of behavioral training and um, technical training to say, okay, this is the goal you're, you're looking for. These are some technical tools. I do that a lot in my work where someone might say, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed by my budget. And I might say, here are some tools that might help you budget. Like somebody might want to use an app. Someone might want to use an Excel spreadsheet. So sometimes it's a mixture of saying of, of the coach might be connecting your goal to some tool, to the tool. Um, in the same way that, yeah. And so, um, Danae, tell us a little bit about what your company is offering during this COVID-19 time, because it's a resource that mm -hmm. people might really be able to use. And I'm going to put something up right now on the screen. I want everybody to take a screenshot of this because there's a bunch of websites um, that are cited in this that can really, really help people, that can really help people. So here we go. Go ahead. So screenshot this, everybody. This is the website. You're going to see FinTech, ARP. I want you to be in touch with these ladies. I want you to screenshot this. The, the FinTech is where you can get a lot of free information. And this is where you want to go. And there's going to be one more that we're going to put up here as well. All right. Danae. Mm -hmm. So the company I work for, Trust Plus, is based in New York City. Um, we're under Neighborhood Trust Financial Partners, which is associated with the credit union, Neighborhood, Fun Neighborhood Trust in Manhattan. Um, Trust Plus, our vision is to provide financial coaching and counseling as an employee benefit. And because of the pandemic, they're actually opening up the services to anyone in the United States who wants to talk to a coach or counselor about their finances. A lot of people have been impacted. Some people are saving money right now, but uh, some people have lost money. And as we come towards the end of the year, we're looking at eviction moratoriums ending. We're looking at forbearance on certain loans and debt ending. So now is a good time. If you need, if you just want an extra person to talk to, the service is free. Um, and I highly encourage you to use it or share it with your community or share it with someone that, that you know that is looking for support right now. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So we are going to, let's see, we've got here. So Sharon is saying, I've seen such problems with my friends and family co-signing. Yes. Yeah. And then um, Patricia, the question, if you have a trust fund, can you invest that money to let it grow? I can answer that one. Okay. Um, so a trust fund is like a legal, it's a legal entity. So basically what you're doing is when we did, we did this for my mom, like a couple of years ago, um, you put all your assets um, into a trust and you have someone who administers that. That's the trustee. So basically um, the trustee is like kind of responsible for, managing the assets in that trust and yeah you can be um you can invest in products you know stocks bonds all that thing but you know again you have to be careful and and again um 
it's it's because it's a legal entity, you can't really just do whatever you want with it. Because <laughs> the job is to keep that assets, to keep to maintain that, make sure that it grows, and that you are doing, you are making decisions on behalf, the best decisions on behalf of um, um, the trust fund. So, like um, Danae said, Mr. Danae said that um, you know the fiduciary relationship. As a trustee, you have a fiduciary relationship with that trust. So you have to do and, and, and manage it in the best interest for you know, everyone who benefits from that trust. Beautiful. All right. So, yes, good morning, Kenneth. Thank you so much for tuning in. Grand rising to you and to all of our guests as well. So beautiful. So beautiful. So, you know, again... We are nice to stay tuned till 745. Rebecca has something that she's going to share with us. And you know, just throughout the show, I've been posting their websites and whatnot. I want you to be paying attention, grabbing this information so that you could do what? You could go into the holidays, even going into the holidays with some of the extra holiday spending, improving your finances instead of going with everything off kilter. So Rebecca, could you take us into this little activity or exercise and people, you know, take your notes, jot it down. This is something that can be very helpful in terms of that, you know, mind, body and spirit aspect. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> if people wish, they can close their eyes and sit back, taking a deep breath in and letting it out. Another breath in and letting it out. And on this next breath in, picture yourself expanding. Picture yourself in that expansion state. And as you're breathing out, breathing out everything that does not serve you anymore. Breathing in the expansion state. And here's the mantra that um, Dr. Sherry and I developed for myself, and you can use it. I'll put it in the chat after this. Um, but in keeping in that expansion mindset with that attitude of gratitude, this is the mantra. I have and love financial abundance and continue to prosper in this abundance in addition to all other abundances I choose to enjoy in my life. I'm going to read it again. I have and love financial abundance and continue to prosper in this abundance in addition to all other abundances I choose to enjoy in my life. And with that, just picturing all the places that you have abundance, family, friends, books, plants, outdoors, wherever you find there's an abundance, picturing that and then turning that abundance attitude towards your finances and watching that grow much as you water a plant to have it grow. You've got to water your finances in this mindset to be able to help them grow. When you're ready, you can come back into your breath, breathing in that expanded mindset, breathing out and coming back in, opening your eyes. There you go. Oh, I hope that helped. Yes, yes. Drop it in the chat. How did you all feel about that? Let's, you know, I'm going to ask Dr. Randy and Dr. Danae. And I love that. I love the use of your words. And again, so much of, of, of what we develop and picture up here, that sets the motions, sets the wheel in motion, if you will, sets the wheel in motion. So Dr. Randy, what did you take away from that? Oh, I love, I love anything with mindset. Uh, when I wrote my book, even the second book that I have coming out, my first chapter is mindset. Um, because there's so much that we take in from a young age that brings us, you know, the character that stays with us into um, adulthood. So to, to, to clear that and to get in, because abundance is out there. It is even in these times, there are people who are making tons of money now. Um, even in this time, it's there. You just got to 
tap into it. So I love that. And I'm going to, I'm going to write that mantra down and put it on my wall. Cause sometimes we all need reminders, even the experts. <laughs> I even found the um, symbol, the Chinese symbol for abundance. Wow. So what I have over my desk and every morning when I go over to my desk, I say this like two, three, four times, however much, however many times I need to say it for myself and watch the symbol. And it really does help. Wonderful. Beautiful. Can you hold that symbol up again? All right, y'all take a little screenshot. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. So Dan is saying my accounts say chiching. Thank you. And I just wrote here, I just love the guided visualization. Danae, what did what did you hear in that? Um what I heard in that is part of like why. So my brand used to be debt-free Danae because when I became debt-free, it was like this huge, it felt like a weight had been lifted off of not having a debt, especially millennials, like we graduated into the 2008 situation and now we're in this situation, we're like, we'll never have any money. So it can feel like that. And it's been so, um, the intention of cultivating your finances and wealth. Like I have a plant that I, I wasn't reach over and grab it. I have a plant that I call my money plant and I, every morning I water it. And the idea of like, that's what came to mind, Rebecca, when we were going through the visualization of like, you can cultivate abundance. It is a growing process. It, it blooms. And I think even if you can have like, like Dr. Randy's plant behind it, like even if you pick a, you know, a place that you're, you're, you're meditating on it while you're, cultivating. I love that energy. And that's what I got from this meditation. I love that. I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to call my plants. I have a plant right here, you know, money plants. And as that's cultivated and cared for the idea that I'm also cultivating and caring for, you know, my finances in that same way, you know, carefully, carefully, you know, and, but a lot of it is too, and it's doing the same thing over and over again. It's water and sunlight. It's not complicated. However, it's profound and you need to be consistent with it. So that is beautiful. So, all right, y'all, it is time that we begin to wrap up. I want to know how our viewing audience, you know, what's some, what's your, what's next? What are some of the things that they're, you're offering so they can reach out to you? So let's just go around one more time, find that out. We'll finish up with me and then we'll get ready to flow into our week, powered up, fueled up, better to step into the holiday time um, with, you know, with improved financial health, not coming out of it on the other end on a deficit. So Rebecca, what's coming up for you and what would you like to share with our viewers and how can they be in touch? Um, so yeah, um, unfortunately I can't counsel everybody across the country because my license says don't do that. <laughs> Um, but I am open and available on Facebook, um, through Instagram. You can find me on Instagram um, just to be an accountability person. You know, I can be there and say, hey, what you do this week that's helped you? Hey, what are you thinking about? Like I can help with the mindset part and kind of do a little bit of the coaching on that side. Um, you know, I'm just continuing to figure out what are my next steps in my career. So I now have a thriving, beyond thriving career, even though I just started it again, like a few months ago, it is a now just beyond belief thriving. Um, but I want to do more. So I'm thinking, okay, what can I do online? What can my online presence be? What can I do as far as, cause we're still in the pandemic, can't get together. Um, what can I do to help people with uh, their mindset? to keep them going, to keep their mental health and emotional health continuing, to keep that conversation flowing between mind and heart and body. So I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but if you are on Facebook, you'll find out soon enough. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Danae, how about you? Okay, how you can connect with me, go to my website, Wealthy Danae. Dot com. Scroll to the bottom, sign up for the newsletter. I'm still building out the website. I also 
I work full time as a financial coach, so I do have a full client schedule, but I'm using my newsletter to share out these resources because I come across a lot of resources. I work the whole United States, so I have resources by state. So my website, I really want to be like an online financial learning library. Um, that's the best way to find me. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. You can get all those links through the site. And in the new year, I was interviewed for a book by my freshman dean from Stanford University, Julie Lipcott Hames, interviewed me for her upcoming book about adulting for millennials and Gen Z. So check out, it'll all be on my website. It'll all be in the newsletter. I'm really excited to, I, for me, a lot of my practice is just sharing my story, sharing my personal journey of getting out of jet and just being very transparent about what's going on and how I'm navigating and what I'm seeing in my community. So I look forward to seeing you all online. Beautiful, beautiful. Dr. Randy. Hi. So yes, I have a wonderful bundle, holiday bundle that's available. You can um, purchase it at Ladynomics Wealth Bundle. It includes a one hour financial strategy session, my book, I should have a copy here, but I'll pretend it's invisible. My number one best-selling Amazon book, Lady Nomics, a woman's prescription for wealth and financial well-being, and a cute little T-shirt. So yes, a great bundle. Um, you can find me on all social media at Dr. Randy B M D. Uh, I do have a private uh, Facebook group, so if you're interested in that, um, definitely reach out. And I have a new book coming out next year. So I'm really, really excited about that. And it's really where I apply, um, you know, through my coaching services, through discussions, um, through my life, practical solutions to everyday financial um, situations. So there's a lot going on. I'm very excited. But you can definitely, and the gift, this bundle could be for yourself or it could be for a loved one. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And for me, I'm excited. I have a holiday bundle as well. I have a year-long course on mindset mastery for the citizen leader. And that includes my new project, which is coming out, which is my journal, Meditation in a Time of Madness journal. It accompanies my book, and all this is part of the you know, you know, part of the holiday bundle. I'm really excited, as you heard here today, it is so important that we journal, that we write down our experiences. So I wanted to provide a tool that would help people do that. And it covers not only the financial aspect of our life, but the other 11 areas that we need to be looking at and paying attention to. And it's a chance to record your thoughts and to record your visualizations and your intentions in all of those areas. So I'm really, really excited to be able to, you know, offer this to all of you. I want you all to get discovery calls with me so I could talk to you about, you know, how I can help you with my um, health and wellness coaching programs, how I can help you with my soon to be opening concierge, you know, medical practice as well. You know, let's find out how we can work together, just like we're finding out how we can work with these superstars and these experts. This is what this show is about. Don't forget, tune in this week, Monday through Thursday for live meditation. Yes, Meditation in a Time of Madness, the morning show returns tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., and don't forget this show, Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit, is also available as a podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. So you want to make sure that you also download, subscribe, and listen to this as a podcast. Let your friends know about it in case they don't get up quite so early at 7 a.m. in the morning. You can see us on Facebook and you can listen to it anytime you want to. So really excited by that. Next Sunday, we'll be back with everybody's birthday party because Sunday kicks off my birthday week celebration. My birthday is in December, December 25th, as a matter of fact. So we will have everybody's birthday party. Happy next birthday. birthday. And I, uh, 
And I'm December 30th. It's the same week, Dr. Carol. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to have these superstar guests back on. Good morning, Marlene. She is one of our mogul moms out there. Dr. Khadija Rops, one of our superstar friends' moms. Good morning, Dr. Erica. She's having a great time. And then here is my holiday bundle. Go ahead, take a screenshot of that. So you can come on over, you can register there, you can certainly, you know, get your discovery calls with me. Here is, let me see. Thank you, great and inspiring show. Looking forward to more great shows. Here's the discovery calendar. Come on, get your discovery call, get your discovery call. My goodness, my goodness. Yeah, thank you, Kenneth. Great show. Grand view. Yes. So happy that you'll be back on. Great show. Thanks, everyone. Hip, hip, hooray. Happy birthday. Yes, December 25th. And Dr. Great, great show. Listen, time to get out of here, you all. I had a ball. Thank you so much to our three superstar guests. I will see everybody tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Sunday for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Ubuntu. And this is Dr. Carol, your host with Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit.